Hey guys, welcome to Horror Dictionary, our first episode, well, except for the last episode, that was just like an intro thing. So this episode is on the first ever musical horror movie, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. What do I have to say about this film? It's got good acting, good music, Alan Rickman as a terrible bad guy. And it's pretty friggin' good. So, what else? Johnny Depp wasn't bad in it. I know when everyone thinks that when you look at it, like the movie, it's like, they're always like, Oh, I don't want to watch that. It's too bloody. And nobody wants to watch something like that. We think about it, it's not as bloody as everything else. Like, It's not like a regular horror film, kind of. And you can, it's so obvious that the blood is fake that it kind of settles it down a little bit. But it is still a amazing film adaptation, and we're going to talk about it today. So, um, this is the last day of. January, and I wanted to get it done before January, since that would like to throw off my schedule. So we're going to be looking at the Tim Burton film, and we're going to be going scene by scene, okay? So let's start with the first thing we see, the DreamWorks logo. I know everyone is always like, everyone that talks about this one was like, oh, I don't they talk, let's talk about how they cut the opening theme. I think we're going to talk about the DreamWorks logo first. So, the Dream, they cut, they have the DreamWorks logo, but they have, like, the, um, accord, not the accordion, um, forgot what it's called, playing over it. And then, we kick into a rain. People are, like, in the opening, when I first ever saw this, I'm like, what does this have to do with Sweeney Todd? Isn't that about a movie? Isn't this about a man who kills people and cooks their bodies in the meat pies? But then we see his shop. And that got me thinking, oh, trying to like settle us in first. Like, but yes, they did cut the opening theme. But they should have. Unless you have like someone like the merchant from Aladdin. Or a Jiminy Cricket kind of person. Or they're like, um, for an example, maybe they could have, like, Anthony talking to his grandchildren. Him and Joanna are together. They're like, oh, let me tell you about the evilest barber of them all. Sweeney Todd. Except for, that doesn't settle it, because Anthony didn't know Sweeney Todd was a bad guy in the film. So, they, them cutting the opening theme it made perfect sense. And, although, I love how he, like, stuck with it, too. Like, even if you think about it, the end credits is still them cutting it, cutting the song. Um, honestly, I can just go on for hours and hours about this, but I'm filming this at night. Very tired. So, I just want to get this, like, fastly. Um... So, 
if you really think about it, this is why we are afraid of barbers today. Think about it. Before the 70s, or Sweeney Todd, actually, let's say this, before the 1840s, nobody was afraid of barbers. Nobody. Like, it was never a thing. Then someone uploaded, then someone, like, came, like, he was like, um, like, what if we made barbers scary? They're like, oh, yeah, that would be, that would be a bad idea. So, that's how they gave us Sweeney Todd, and that's why we are now afraid of going to barbershops without someone with us, that way they kill us. Did he mess up? Sent his body down his chair into the basement, and I don't know what's going on with it. But... Like, like, seriously, like, like, if that actually happened, like, someone's gonna shave, and then someone else is, like, with them, sitting there, like, let's get this over with. Yeah, the guy gets killed by the barber, and, like, sent down to the basement. Oh! What, such a nice, what a nice, nice barber. Um, but... So let's talk about Sweeney's first ever time on screen. So the music wears off to the opening theme. We hear a tiny little humming for a second, and then it disappears. Then we hear... <laughs> that is how you know we're in for a surprise. If you think about it, that's kind of foreshadowing. Because that was such a noise that people were actually like, I think it's gonna be a good film. Mostly because it's directed by Tim Burton. But, like. but then we meet Anthony. A young sailor looks about be in his twenties. Um singing about London until another Yes, this is indeed Sweeney Todd. And this also is indeed Johnny Depp, or if you're looked at the musical before you saw the movie, George Hearn. Yes, people didn't like his performance. They thought it was like, people. some people thought it was just him playing Edward, Willy Wonka, and Barnabas Collins before he even became Barnabas Collins. Someone, someone seriously said that to me. Like, yo, if we're talking about Tim Burton movies, let's talk about Sweeney Todd. They go, oh, I think he was playing Barnabas Collins in that movie. I'm like, funny how Barnabas Collins didn't come out until, I don't know what, five years later? So, but just by that, just by that, you know that um, something's going to happen by his appearance. So, So he's telling Anthony that he shouldn't be trusting London, how bad it is, and how. He, but then they get off the ship. Um. Okay, but 
so they're still talking, and he's like, oh, this is a filthy place. Then he starts going on about a barber and his wife. That barber just so happens to be him. I'm surprised Anthony didn't figure that out. Like, there was a barber and his wife. And she was beautiful. I'm surprised Anthony didn't go like, Mr. Todd, is that you? No. Aren't you going to go to Fleet Street? Yes. Where did this barber and his wife live? Mr. Todd, this is clearly you. So, then, like, Anthony's like, okay. Wait, so this guy got sent away to prison. Who's he sent away by? A corrupt judge by the name of Tarpon. I'm gonna go find Mr. Tarpon then. He should be. You shouldn't even be here. Um. But, yes, indeed. So basically, after so after he tells him about the barber and his wife of how the barber was sent away and he they never found out what happened to his wife. They they both separate for a little bit, and Todd walks off the feature. And this is really what I like. What they thought they should have, what they did, like the right thing with this. Because in the musical, they have this little theme with, like, that goes, and how he's going, like, whoa, man. So, uh, in the, in, in the OG musical, that's, like, how they transitioned from set to set. So I like how that he, Tim Burton, uses that um, motive as, like, from going to each to each. Like, hey, hey, what if we used that film from the musical and actually made it make sense? I mean, I'm not saying it didn't make sense in the musical, but like, but I like how he like moved it and like zoomed past everything and we walked through the streets of London until we stop on Mrs. Buffett's meat pie shop. So... Yes, before walking in, I might want to mention the DSERA, where um, the DSERA is um, a man in the Jesus. People used to sing songs about him in like the 500s. Um, I don't know what I would do called, but. When he died, they all they would sing about him, and one of those songs was the D.S. Era. Eighteen hundred years later, um, this composer writes a story about a man who likes a girl, then um, then he like he he likes a girl, but then he dies. Um. And since that has happened, the DS era has been considered the death. Because he used, because that's like probably what is most popular. And you can find the DS era all over musicals. The Lion King. Uh, let's see. Dear Evan Hansen. And 
Sweeney Todd. So, we meet Mrs. Lovett. Huh. Pretty sure she dies in this, doesn't she? Oh, yeah. But why does, oh, he lied the top. So, love it if is a meat, is a baker that makes meat pies. And kills, and she's Sweeney's accomplice. So, love it feels bad about feeding Sweeney his, her disgusting meat pies. So, gives him gin. He goes like an 1840s drink. I don't know. And takes him into his disgusting looking apartment. Like, dude, how do you even pay rent? Um, and tells him about, and when Todd asks about the apartment upstairs, he tells him about the barber and his wife. That's amazing. The barber. It, it wasn't Todd just telling Anthony about that? Yeah. So, Lovett says that Lucy had poisoned herself and, and lies to Todd. And if you have never seen this movie, this is where you want to get off the podcast. Go watch the movie. And then come back and figure out everything. Lovett lied. Like, full-on lied to Queenie. Like, didn't kill herself. Her wife did not kill himself. Kill herself. And Lovett lied, and then he killed Lovett for it. But, this is where he tells her that his the evil judge that they've been talking about this whole time, Judge Turpin, took his daughter, Joanne. You guys remember this meme about the um I'll steal you banana? Yeah, that's a ripoff of Sweeney Todd's Joanna song. So um uh didn't really like it. But so Love It brings Sweeney Todd up to his apartment where he reunites with his friends and both his razors. And sings the song, my friends, like me, my friends, and now your smile is changing silver. So, he, but by the end, weird thing happens. We hear the opening theme again. It's resembled because he reunites with his friends. The only thing that he has left, he thinks that he has left. So it's basically confirmed now. Sweeney's about to kill some people, and uh, and so we transition into Anthony's scene, where we go see him. The um, down a filthy neighborhood. A rich, filthy neighborhood. Like, I don't even know, can't start to explain it. It goes down to a filthy, rich neighborhood, and like, um, 
um, and meet um Joanna, um Beggar Woman. I'm not gonna spoil that to like the end. I already spoiled. I think who the Beggar Woman is, and that filthy judge that Sweeney just keeps talking about. So basically, Joanna's in lo love with Anthony, and Anthony is in love with Joanna. Whoa. So, um, yeah. So Joanna is um like trying to um, Anthony's like trying to get with Joanna, but um, Judge Turpin's not letting him. He's like, hey, "That's my ward, and I'm gonna marry her." Like an old, like a boomer. Basically, so Joanne, so Anthony plans to steal her. I'll steal Joanne. And so he takes his plan about how to, he'll take Joanna out of his home when he's not there. So, basically, and then we meet, um, uh, is Toby and Pirelli. Weird. Because they both have the DSRA in their voice. But, oh, one of them dies and one of them gets the final kill. Got it. Okay. So, basically, Pirelli is not a good person. He is a filthy, terrible person that is obsessed with fame and money. So he, so when he, when Todd challenges him to, um, a shaving contest, because, you know, that's what people in the 1800s did, I think. I don't fully know. Um, Pirelli accepts noticing Todd's razors for the same as Benjamin Barker. Oh my god, I think, I think Sweeney had Benjamin Barker. For those of you, I don't know if I mentioned his name, but Benjamin Barker is the barber and his wife, the barber, that was sent away. So, basically, after he got sent away, um, so he comes back, but then Pirelli challenges him shaving contest where he wins. Pirelli blackmail. Pirelli shows up at his barber shop the next um I think same day, but I, I'm gonna say next day. The next day, and uh, plans to take off Todd's profits. Where Todd says no, thank you to that, and. Kind of does this funny thing where he uh, takes a cast iron pot and uh, bashes in Pirelli's skull with it. And after seeing Pirelli is still alive, he uh, pulls out a razor. One of his helpful friends, and uh, wow, Pirelli basically dies. I'll spare you the details of what happens and won't spoil it. 
So, um, Luffy finds out what Todd did, and Todd's like, oh yeah, he tried to blackmail me, I'll take half my profits, and I was like, oh yeah, what's going on with that, I thought you went insane. I'm like, I didn't. So, then the judge shows up, with one of my favorite songs from the soundtrack, and talks to Todd about getting a shave, like, I'm a judge. I thought I'd been history. So basically, after that, after um, he gets that free shave he wanted, Sweeney is like, we're ready to kill him. Like, pretty woman is like, he's like, Pretty women, not the man in the garden, but the love and flower picking what they're watching, how they make um And then Todd's getting ready to uh finish him off. You know what I mean? He's gonna pull a Pirelli. Got that razor up to the throat, getting ready for him. But then Anthony walks in. Screaming about his Joanna napping plans, and then the judge gets really mad. And he just goes, "And for you, Baba, I'll make sure you never show up in my town or never touch that girl again." Wait, the judge is the one that sent him away. And wouldn't he realize that Benjamin Barker is the bar is Sweeney Todd? So basically, after that. Todd gets really mad. He goes, Anthony, get out of here! Get out! Then Lover comes upstairs and she's like, Oh my god, what happened? What happened? He goes, I had him. He still was there beneath my hand. No, I had him. He still was there and he'll never come and easy now. Hush, love, hush. I keep telling you. And then basically, they sing like the whole Epiphany song. That's the best song. I think I can fully say that that is my favorite song on the soundtrack. Because, uh, like. But. The Epiphany is just an amazing song. And I can go on and on about it, but. Um, I'm not. I can't, because. I'll make this short. So, yes, there will be a part two to this. Um. So basically, he goes on and on about how he wants to kill the judge. And, uh, take him out. Like, whoo! He goes, he just goes going, And my Lucy lies in ashes, And they'll never see my girl again. So basically, they, um, Talk about um, how he wants to see his wife again, but she's dead. And he wants to see his daughter again, but she's kidnapped. So he wants to kill the judge to get his daughter back. So um, so I'm going to have to make a part two to this episode. Where we talk about the second half of the film. Okay. So after that. So 
join me in for the part two. Where we make a video once a month. So an episode once a month. But I'm going to start recording the part two right now.